five. Awesome. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to the inaugural show. Um, this is Out of Frame. I'm Michael Racanelli. With us today, we have one of my good friends and uh, <laughs> amazing dude, actor, martial artist, all sorts of things, writer, producer, Mr. Nelson Estevez. How you, doing? How you doing, guys? How you doing, Michael? I'm all right, man. That was a great intro. I'm actually. Do you mind if I put a little, a uh, little? I need, I need some little background music for that one. Let's let's do it, man. And uh, if you want, feel free to say it again, because uh, that was quite the um, <laughs> intro. So just give me one second. What guys. we got? We got coming up here. Oh, we got, we got, we got this over here. Hold on one second. All right, you ready? Y'all ready? <laughs> I appreciate that. Little uh, little ditty I sent you, like this last week. Yeah, after I haven't I haven't touched uh, music in so long, <laughs> so ambient. And there's this phase. You like that? Is that like meditation music for you? It's great, man. It's like very that? Peaceful. That's awesome, it keeps man. Keeps me zen. All right. Well, we um, we also have the uh, the live chat going here at YouTube Live, and uh, you can tweet. Um, at us at uh, what is it at out of frame show on Twitter yep. um, you can tweet at either one of us at, at Nelson, Nelson that's, that's right um, so yeah so clearly right now your uh, most recent project you're working on uh, too close to home on TLC yep. Tyler, yep. Tyler Perry's uh, show his baby yeah and yeah. Uh, you were on this season yeah we just wrapped uh, season two just wrapped the season finale was yesterday uh, it was it's, it was quite the dramatic ride um on and off the camera it was it was working with let me correct myself working with tyler is a great experience but uh it's been such a great ride and experience man and and i'm looking forward to season three as well too and um you know we're still in the talks with that as well but it's looking really good so fans uh guys don't worry season three should be around the corner uh fingers crossed <laughs> that's awesome um so uh Let's see here. So let's uh, let's go back to the beginning, mm-hmm. um, as I like to know where <laughs> when everybody came. Yeah. Um, what? Uh, where did you? So you grew up in New York. Yeah. I knew that. And where was it exactly? Uh, well, I, I like to say Washington Heights, but technically it's Inwood. Uh, okay. It's, uh, it's right above Washington Heights. It's like two o seven. Well, I'm from two o seven Street in Broadway. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, a lot of Dominicans are there. But prior to us, the Irish were there. <laughs> That's an interesting change. Okay. Yeah, it was an interesting. Uh, and that, it's funny you uh, mention that too, because my best friend in uh, middle school, he was Irish. Okay. He was Irish, yeah. So, but we had the same uh, uh, likes. Like, we like comic books, we love video games. So we just shared that. But yeah, that's. Because uh, sometimes people don't know Inwood Heights, so I just say Washington Heights. Sure, sure. I know very little about New York. No, that's I've been right. a handful of times. Uh, yeah. I think the last time was 2008. Yeah. So I'm sure a bit has changed since then. I've heard this bit of... Yeah. I know rent has gone up. I know it's one that's, of the things. That's one of the main changes. Yeah. Rent <laughs> no one sure. can afford to live anywhere anymore. No, it's crazy. Thank God for rent control in some places there. Yeah, I know, I'm, right? I'm not going to blow up some spots, but... Everyone <laughs> I'm looking at you, West Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> Washington Heights rent control. Yeah. So, um, cool. So what? How did you? how did you get into acting what was like the path that led you to and quite the journey uh and actually um it's always been part of uh i i come from i do come from a an artsy family as far okay. as like uh my grandma I've, what i've heard uh, sometimes <laughs> my parents their story changes and my grandma rest in peace but her story would change occasionally sure but uh uh one was an opera singer Wow, uh, and then yeah, and actually one of my second cousins, he's uh, he was in a well-known um, uh, a merengue band in, in uh, Dominican Republic. Wow, so we have that a little bit there, and uh, my sister and I, we actually used to just sit down. We had this black VHS when we were at home, and uh, we used to record and tape all of our favorite uh, commercials, uh, music videos of clips from movies so we called it like the black vhs so uh, you had literally one tape yeah the two of you of our favorite clips <laughs> yeah and we used to just watch them over and over and then we just used to reenact and then we wouldn't we would like be off book and know it and then we would wow. just like role play and like reenact everything wow yeah yeah even with like batman i remember i remember i was like big on, on batman with michael keaton oh it was so, a great movie dude yeah it was didn't we just movie. didn't we just watch something the other day and we watched that 
that Prince video. Yeah, man, that's why, right. and and that's part of it too. Like Prince, rest in peace. He was great, but then also that movie. It was just such it. I connected to it a lot right. as a kid, so it just makes it always makes me smile. How did you How did you feel about the, um, the sequels that came after that? The Batman. Like I know there was the, you know, Batman and Robin, which you know they were interesting <laughs> they were interesting um hey they were completed but they are yeah i i care for more the the first one sure i mean you can't i mean the, yeah. jack nicholson is the joker is like i mean obviously you know later on heath ledger like knocked it out of the park yeah but you can't you can't go wrong with the original man it's jack yeah, nicholson he was great and then um you know just I just thought about as soon as you said about the other sequels, I was thinking about um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze, which was Penguin. Penguin was interesting. I, yeah. I, that was probably that would be my second one. Yeah, yeah, Penguin. I'm just kind of peeking over at the chat over here. Uh, a couple people in there. I'm guessing you. you who we got? Up. Who we got? Uh, David Rivera. Hey, David. I think he still has the Robin tights. <laughs> that's probably true. I got it from David. Yeah, that's nice. Touche. Very nice. We have some whiskey. If you guys are on the show, you get some whiskey. Too. Yeah, it's nice, man. Just kind of trying to create a chill atmosphere here to hang yeah. out and, and chit chat. So you need to tell me a little bit more about these cubes, because honestly, like, those are those are whiskey cool. stones. So basically, they're I don't know what they're if they're granite or I'm not sure, but they're you know they don't melt clearly. Yeah, you put them in the freezer, they get cold, and then they sit in here and they you know chill your whiskey. That's pretty cool. There's not, I mean, it's not, it's probably the least technological thing ever. It's it literally just stones that get cold. I'm like, it made me happy. I don't know. I'm, I, yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad that you're like, you know, you're, I'm glad you're like getting into this like, you know, bougie lifestyle now, Fuck yeah. you know, Put, putting rocks in your drink, like literal rocks. You would have thought, man. Hey, I learned from you. I can just say I learned yeah, from man, you. Yeah, man, I'm super bougie growing up in the South side of Chicago. I'm just like, you know, taking it to that next level. Yeah. So... So you, you had this VHS tape yeah. and you guys reenacted everything. Yeah. And so where did, where did um, that lead to as far as how did you get into formal acting? I'm assuming somewhere in grammar school, you were you in any grammar school it plays? Led, not really. No. Really? Okay. In high school, I was, uh, I was in the, uh, I was a jock in high school, three sports. David can, we'll let you know as well too. I went to high school with David. Uh, but um, we had to do an elective for uh, like a music and a theater elective, and I wanted to be in the play so bad. But uh, me being this jock, I I just felt like I was that was my thing. Like football, track, baseball was my thing. So I made a choice since I had to be in an elective. I was a uh, I did the spotlight. I was in the stage crew. Okay. So I ran the spotlight with two of my other buddies. <laughs> But uh, to run the spotlight, you have to know everyone's cues, everyone's lines. Right. So sometimes the, during rehearsals, the, the director of the show would have to tell, would have to cut and tell me to shut up because I would like reenact. Every, I was up there having a ball, you know. Okay. So uh, like it was, it was always like I always felt like it was fun. It was great. Um, so that kind of planted the seed as well. Uh, but I didn't really. I want to say I didn't really start until like um, a little bit after college. College, I got into some modeling. Uh, <laughs> I got dabbled with. That I'm sure you got razzed for that. Yeah, everybody. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was it was it was interesting, man. And um, the more, but then I was trying to feel my figure myself out as well too. But it was uh, after college uh, when I just uh, after you know getting a nine to five. I was a business major and just always feeling empty, feeling like I. I I don't know, I should be doing something more. And um, I decided to uh, to move to California. Long story short, um, a, a one of my teammates in college lived there and um, I visited during college, but then I made the initial move on my own. How did that, how did the, how did the move play out? How did you like decide? And then what, what, you know, what day did you come and why did you decide to move at that point? Uh, so I moved out here twice. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I did the same thing. So it's all, it's all right. Not by my own choosing necessarily, but yeah, man, same, same here, same here. Uh, the first time, well, I always said I, I visited California when I was like 20. I was still in okay. college. One of my teammates lived out here. So he was like, you need to come out here. I was like, all right, cool. Um, and something about this place, I'm like, I can see myself living here. You know, it's just a little bit more tra tranquil. The quality of life was better compared to the East Coast. A little bit more chill. Everybody from New York, calm down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing. My heart is in New York. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, it took me till I was like about 25 
to okay. actually just say F it. I was I remember I was working, I was a project manager at like FedEx Kinkos. That sounds amazing. <laughs> like what does a project manager at FedEx Kinkos do? <laughs> it's a it's a it's a great way of just saying Is it kind of like you you basically organize all the um our, in, yeah, yeah basically the jobs. art school kids that are printing out their their thesis or whatever yeah and then uh, they had like this uh this third party um kiosk system or whatever right like, uh, like the job whatever oncoming oncoming jobs would come in is my job to delegate and uh produce them in a timely fashion <laughs> yeah. did you read that out of the kinko's like handbook because that sounds like <laughs> That sounds like if someone gave you a job description, like you're like, what do I do now? That's and when that's, I got my business major. I know how to, I guess, finagle what, make what, it sound a lot better. <laughs> what were you going to do with that business major? What was the plan? Like, I don't know. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> you were just kind of like, real. I want to get into some business. Yeah, like I remember um, I just uh, coming from the family, like uh, I come from a very hardworking family. I just always was raised that to... To understand and, and feel that business was the way to go. You'd be successful. You were a business major. And there are some successful people with the business major. But, um, uh, yeah, I just felt like that. They, they told me that that would be the route. Uh, and then just find a job and retire. Work there for 20 years and then retire and live off your 401k retirement. And that was it. Man. Uh, and then I did pick. I did choose a international business because I figured, hey, I know Spanish. I speak Spanish. So. <laughs> That was actually a smart move. That's a really yeah. smart move. So that's how I decided it. And then in college, I, I was more so in football. And I really right. felt like, okay, football was, was going to be my way. So you've kind, of, you, you've kind of run the gamut on things you could possibly do or pass. Because <laughs> you, I mean, you went from, you know, you've obviously did you know, general studies in school to the tech side of, of theater to being a football player and being involved in sports to deciding to go into international business to then becoming an actor and a model. Yeah. And so I, it's, it's interesting how that, you know, but you knew, you knew when you were a kid, you knew that you had your black VHS tape and you enacted these things. And like you said, even when you went on to, you know, control the spotlight, you were reenacting. Re so this thing has always been there. Yeah. And it kind of just, you let everything around you kind of distract you from, you knew what you knew as a child. Yeah, put it to the side. This is, this is, this is good. This is like therapy. Like, <laughs> this is great. I'm loving it. No, I like, that's what I, I'm, no, I'm, I'm more interested in and, and the whys oh, of. I love it. Um, yeah, man. It's just like real talk. It, it was always embedded in me, but um, just um, leading to, you know, at certain peers uh, where I was from and, and sometimes right. influences at home and, you know, love my family to death. But, uh, you know, just, <laughs> In the big butt. Yeah. 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 But, you know, I just had to find myself, uh, be true to myself, you know, and right. And uh, even with sports, it, I enjoyed it. It was a, a great time, a great chapter in my life. But um, I don't know. I didn't like I decided to let go. And when I was like maybe 22, 23, because I just felt like I lost it. It was done, you know. Right. So, but this, I, I definitely feel it just feels right, you know. And based on like what's going on in my life and my journey, it just it confirms I'm at where I'm, I'm at where I need to be. And and you know, there's just so much more going on, and that's gonna happen ahead. So right, yeah. right. I I mean, I I totally feel obviously the same thing. I mean, I grew up in a family that, you know, working class. I'm the only person that has a college degree in pretty much yeah. my entire family. And that's an art school degree, which that's worth nothing. <laughs> Let's be honest, you no know. Disrespect. No disrespect. I mean, yeah, if you want to go to yeah. art school, it's cool. But, you know, the thing with the thing with art school, um, you know, and I went to Columbia College, Chicago. Uh, you know, it what it was what it was good for is if you do have some sort of artistic ability or what have you, it teaches you the technical side of what you're doing mm -hmm. and different ways of thinking about things. Like, cause you yeah. usually get set in your way and you don't, as an artist, you create how you create. And usually that's great. Yeah. You know, like you, like, I'm not going to go in and tell Kanye how to write a rap mm -hmm. because clearly he knows what he's doing, but going and being forced to learn different ways of thinking about things yeah, is, yeah. is good for you. I think, you know, it doesn't mean you have to do them, but you can borrow pieces of what, what you're learning but I mean I decided to yeah. do that and I went through the whole you know maybe I'll maybe I'll be in business maybe I was a graphic designer and a web designer and mm -hmm. and I worked you know in the financial industry when I was in my early 20s and 
just couldn't couldn't do it. Yeah. It took a while, even after working in the music business for a long time, for me to like be like, you know what, I'm moving to LA. I like the film side of things. Mm-hmm. You know, came out here to act, but then it tumbled into writing and producing and directing, and you have to do everything yeah. now in 2017. You, you, ju- you, you have do. to be your own champion. You do, yeah. And uh, it just, uh, I'm just reflecting because even with my craft, like I'm, I just feel like there's so much room for growth with that in myself. But then, you know, the, it is changing and it has changed. So you need to be well-rounded. You need to be a triple threat, you know? So you, and it's important, you know, and it also helps you as an actor just knowing what happens uh, behind the camera as well too, you know? It just gets gives you a better understanding too. Uh, even a friend of mine yesterday, we were just talking, um, uh, you know, I was like grinding my teeth because he was like, you, you should maybe learn how to do some editing so then that way you understand right. what's yeah, I mean, if- you know? But, um, I've had to do all that as well and sound yeah, editing yeah, yeah. and like it's it's part of it for me was growing up poor and most of the time I couldn't afford to have anybody do things for me you know for me so when um, when I wanted to do something I just did it figured it out yeah, got you know got in don't I don't like reading instructions yeah, I think yeah. that's you know I don't want to be told <laughs> what to do <laughs> so you know but you just kind of feel that out but I, I you know I agree that you it does help you to learn how everything works on a set even as an actor because you know when you're I'm sure when you're filming and like you have everything around you it's important to know the DP is trying to get this frame here's my blocking this is where I can move within the frame if I move out of this frame the light's not going to catch me in the right way that you know I have to move this way because otherwise sound's not going to be able to grab me and yeah so I mean understanding like those things uh, I think is important it makes you better at whatever you're doing you know absolutely absolutely just gonna check in over. Yeah, yeah. Over here, real quick. Uh, yeah. So, let's see here. Yeah, guys. Any questions as well? Feel free to just leave them in your. David Rivera talking some smack. Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, <laughs> what's he saying? Uh, he just says that's why he went into acting. He wants to pretend he's someone else. <laughs> um, it's definitely far more interesting. Uh, someone who's anonymous said, "Does your family influence any of your acting in your roles?" Oh, absolutely. That's an interesting question. And yeah, I would say, yeah, because you, I mean, obviously, clearly, like, you know, we've both, we've both done that. And I don't know what it's like for you, but I, I think the people that we know the best are the, the, those characters. Everybody, the, your entire yeah. family is just full of characters. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Especially since you know them so well and you know their little, like, intricacies and their weird little quirks. And you borrow things like that all the time. All I know, time. you know, obviously, like, I want to hear what, what what it does for you but I remember just yeah. the story that yeah, I read about um, George Clooney yeah. when he did um, Oh Brother Where Art Thou yeah. like he had you know he has that he plays a southern a southerner in that movie mm. and to, in order to get the accent and the little quirks he sent it he sent his whole script to his uncle Dan in Kentucky and he had him read it on tape and then sent it back to him and so there was actually swearing in the original cursing in the original script yeah. but then his uncle when he read it would be like oh gosh darn so then he just went with that because he realized that's that like awesome. you know what I mean so there's yeah. like those little things that you borrow but what what about your family have you not that you want to throw them under the bus but, yeah I'm, I'm gonna keep it pretty general but what have you borrowed from them in order to influence uh, even with uh, Too Close to Home certain scenes uh, uh, <laughs> I had to uh, there's even, hey, I'm not gonna lie. There were certain moments in my life where you know, and, and I just feel like everyone knows an Elm, and uh, everyone like there was probably even certain lines in in some of the scenes that people can connect and relate to, because uh, I definitely did either through myself or some family mem- members as far as uncles or. or, or <laughs> <laughs> You're not naming uncles, any names, cousins. You know, like um, you you know you you have a you usually have that one family member who's just a player, and you know. And sometimes they feel like they're not a bad person, but they're just misunderstood. Uh, so there, there are there was one specific member, uh, certain mannerisms that he did and certain uh, traits that he had. Um, and I just kind of uh, just dug from that. But I just made it. I try to keep it as genuine, like closest to me as possible. Uh-huh. But there definitely is an essence over there. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, of, yeah. Of they who remain nameless. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna keep it like that. I don't want to blow up spots because uh, I, I want to feel like he's a changed man right now, and I, I strongly feel he's a changed man. But I, 
I know back in the days, he man, he he thought he was hot shit. He thought he was a man. You know? <laughs> and uh, but like sometimes you know life does that. It uh it causes you to change, especially for yeah. yourself and your loved ones. You you have to be willing to change. I think yeah. in life because yeah. if you don't, you're yeah. just gonna be a miserable. Son of a bitch. So be. <laughs> that's you know. Yeah, feel free to curse. I mean, we're drinking okay, whiskey. Cool. You might as well curse. And yeah. it's YouTube. I, I can do whatever I want, really. Um, so great question. Whoever uh, asked that as well. Yeah. Too. Um. We. I don't know. There, it just says admiring viewer, so we don't know. Um, oh, cool. Uh, let's see here. We have um, uh, Andrea, zero 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 zero. So she always does gifts and memes during two. Ah, what's up, Andrea? How yeah. you doing? She wants yeah. to say hi. Um, meme game her meme game yeah, is strong man, I mm. bet and how then, you doing uh, and then Dave is still blowing up your spot he's <laughs> saying Elm is loosely based on Saul uh, <laughs> and then he says tell me I'm wrong it was Charles <laughs> so I don't know <laughs> definitely not not Charles uh, Saul no definitely not Saul they could be Lemmians like he's he's never been a player but certain times uh my yeah some of my friends they just you know you know that person that they just do things and they're yeah they just do it blatantly and they yeah. don't know they're you know it's wrong or they just they um that's where yeah i mean yeah. everybody has their specific ways they do it, but that's where you're borrowing yeah, from I mean, that's why misun- it's interesting they're mis- misunderstood yeah so absolutely <laughs> so how okay so i guess next um natural question would be uh so you came out here we got, you know, you, you did the whole thing. I know you were talking about how you slept on a futon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I slept yeah. on the floor for three months <laughs> on a mattress pad. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, yeah. had nothing. And then, so how did you, how did you, uh, how did you get into the, how did you actually get into acting? How did you wedge yourself? Like, what was your first sort of legit gig Yeah. that kind of was like, okay, this can maybe work? Yeah, the first time, yeah, so remember, I moved out here twice. Right, uh, right. The first time, so, yeah, so I decided to leave out here uh, with three grand, suitcase, and a duffel bag. Three grand. What was in that duffel bag? The three grand? Clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Some clothes, and uh, the three grand I managed to save from working at FedEx Kinko's. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I just came out here. I, I kind of lied. I said I was more getting into personal training, but I definitely started doing, uh, I did background work. Okay. I did background because I had no understanding, no concept as to what what a mark was. You know, sure. slate takes action cut. Like I just that's all I knew, just based on TV. Right. But, um, so you literally you literally came out here was like I want to act. Didn't haven't done anything before that. Yeah. And just kind of submerged yourself in it. And started at yeah. the you know background work, which we all love. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's I great, did I did one thing out here <laughs> when I first moved here. And it was um, Parks and Rec, the snake juice episode. Oh, you did? <laughs> and if you go and you look at that episode, and they're inside the bar, and um, there's uh, um, the characters Chris and Donna are talking at the bar, and you can see me right in between them at yeah. the bar. And I almost had, I almost had a, like, I almost had a line, or like, I almost had, like, it was almost like a featured extra, because they were going to basically walk up to me and throw a drink um, I think in the girl's face, I don't remember exactly how the scene played out, but yeah, yeah. they paired us up and they were like basically on me being like, yeah, but then they realized that the girl that they paired me up with had already been in something like she'd already been oh. seen. And so like, oh yeah, she's already been seen. So forget it. So she blew it for both. She's blew it for Yeah. I was like, that's great. That's awesome. Thank you. Oh, remind me. Oh, oh, what I wanted to say too, before that, sorry to cut you, no. cut you off, but. I did do something, uh, okay, long story short, uh, when I was 14, 15, I used to work for the uh, for the city. Uh, they, there was like wow. a program in the city that helped kids keep uh, stay, stay off the streets. So I remember my first job was like cleaning uh, the city pool. Wow. Yeah. But uh, with that being right. said, uh, one day uh, I was like in charge of like assistant teaching a class, but they were working on a PSA for public access. You New Yorkers know what that is. It's yeah. like the local, yeah, public. I've action. seen them, yeah. Yeah, so they were doing a PSA for um, uh, teen abstinence. So I actually got in there. <laughs> I kind of, um, 
I was I was acting in it, and then uh, wow. I ended up like helping out the director and the writer. So okay. I was like co-directing and co-writing, yeah. just letting them know we should go this way, and it should it should start. That so way. you so you were you were in a PSA for teen abstinence. Yeah, were yeah, you yeah. abstinent at that point? Absolutely. Yeah, I I was so mortified. Like we even talked even talking about <laughs> it. I'm like, well, yeah. Uh, wow. I, I, yeah, I just start to like eighteen. Wow. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it, I was I was I was so scared. It's that Dominican upbringing, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Like, you like just my mom's gonna know I'm right right now. She can just read my mind. Oh man, I remember uh, I was 15. Dave Dave knows. Uh, I I uh, we were talking about condoms, and I've never really seen a condom before. And uh, I like one of my friends. Uh, one of my friends lent me a con- like gave me a condom. Like, wow. Yeah. Tried on, you know. <laughs> I was like, right, like cool. it's a shirt, okay. Yeah, so I had it in my coat, and uh, I forgot I had it in my coat. So my mom went through my shit and um, woke. I was asleep. Woke me up, almost in tears. Like, wow, you know, Hispanic moms. Oh jeez, what are you doing? Oh my god, you're gonna end up. You're gonna end up being a, uh, you know, a thug. And Your just, world just shattered yeah. at that point. You and know? I was so embarrassed to tell her. I just, I'm not having sex. I just wanted to try it on. I was so, <laughs> that's all I wanted to do. Wanted to see if it fit right, if it was my That's size. That's amazing. <laughs> if it's my size. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. That's incredible. Growing up with Latin, Latin parents is really... Is I mean, I, 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 you know, I grew up with Italian, Italian and Polish parents, so, you get so it. it's... <laughs> you get I, it. I feel it. Trust me. I grew up... I went to Catholic school for 12 years, so yeah, I feel yeah. it. Um, let's see here. <laughs> I'm going to peek here real quick. Uh, Ty Crump is here. Oh, what's up, Ty? She, my two uh, close to home people. She said, "When are you gonna start, start taking our questions?" I think we've taken a couple questions, but bring them. Um, what else you got? Feel free. Yeah, yeah. Feel free. I'm just trying to, you know, I'm trying to kind of pivot my attention it's here. A, it's a lot. We're learning how to <laughs> do this. If I had a producer um, and I wasn't producing and doing the whole thing myself, then I would have someone feeding me questions that could sort through them and and what have you. you will. But guys, here we are. This is yeah, my first episode. Bear with us. So we, you know, we're feeling it out see what happens but uh you know Mm -hmm. so not to get not to get totally off topic so you tried on a condom and then (laughs) and then at some point you you started you came out here and we were in and did background and how did that (laughs) (laughs) that's basically i'm just hitting all the main points sure for sure got tried on a condom (laughs) background and then where did you get to that was you know oh my god uh so (laughs) I was uh I learned a lot of the ropes there. It's just the basics. Sure. And um, uh, someone told me through that I found out you know other background actors you know they've been doing it for ten umpteen years and very experienced you know right. they made this a, a lifestyle living, right you know so one of the uh, I forgot who but someone gave me advice as far as like websites and mm. L A casting was one of the first ones that they told me like right. oh, you need to yeah I mean everybody L A casting actors access yeah 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 and uh, so I. I created, uh, you know, I paid for an account, LA Casting, and someone one time randomly just, uh, I'm not going to say any names, I got a <laughs> random message uh, to let me know, hey, this is not acting related, but I have a job for you, um, but I'll I'll explain, you know, like I'll explain who I am later on, but it pays 25 an hour, so um, I just had to make sure it was something that where I can keep my dignity and my, you know, just make sure I can, I can sleep Which at night. Which is hard to do in this town, <laughs> keeping your dignity. Yeah. It's, this one was, uh, it was pretty interesting. Uh, I was broke, so I'm like 25 an hour. I'm like, this is great. So I ended up giving, I ended up uh, handing out flyers at yes. a gay club. I, I know this, I, I know yeah. this story. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah, a yeah. great story. So long story short, that was an interesting night. I just had to hand out flyers. And what I was had, the name of the club? Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to say why. Because who knows? They might still be active. I don't. <laughs> Let's not talk about. That. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. 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 But um. Yeah. I gave out the flyers, and um. At the end of the day, the guy, a great guy, you know, really nice guy. But this was his dream. This was his passion. You know, he wanted to open this venue, this club. He thanked me, and then he let me know he was an assistant to a casting director. Uh, I don't think he's working anymore. <laughs> I'm not gonna say which casting director, sure. but. Um, I ended up crashing a uh, long, uh, long uh, you know, he called me like three months afterwards. I forgot about, nearly forgot about the guy. Called me uh, up to crash a callback, which uh, for guys, for you guys who don't know what a callback is, usually there's like an auditioning process and the callback is usually like the, the finale, the final whatever, final 10, fi- the final candidates for the actual commercial. 
So I ended up crashing that, showing up. You know, I'm very green, so I don't know what the heck is going on. Sure. Just, hey, I'm here. What's up, guys? You know, just right. being delightful. And they had me improvise uh, a scene with the director and then, like, maybe six other actors. And I booked a, a commercial. And oh, wow. A commercial through that. That's amazing. Yeah. So that uh, that kind of let me know, like, oh, I can do this. You right. Know? After yeah. crashing the, the callback. <laughs> the callback, yeah. <laughs> which is like, you're you're lucky to have an audition and then get a callback. Yeah. And you're just like, I'm just going to skip that part of it. Yeah. And just show up. Yeah, yeah. It was, that was, uh, that was really interesting. And, um, and then I also did the mail out. So I don't know if you remember the Ross reports. Uh, it was like this booklet. Uh, they might, it might be digital now, but it was a booklet where it had a directory of every agent and manager okay and who was interested and what they were interested in like caucasian 25 to 35 you know female male like they would mm-hmm. let you know what they're interested in so i went through like every agency and i submitted like 150 headshots and resumes after getting a headshot and resume wow and i got two responses <laughs> not, not a bad return <laughs> yeah two out bad, of 150 yeah. yeah yeah that's amazing that's uh yeah that's like <laughs> basically less than one percent yeah but so, that's the industry. For those of you who are looking to come out here and do this, that sounds very tempting. It's very Just tempting. constant rejection. Yeah, man. Just uh, make sure you have the heart for this, man, and the guts for this. Oh, man, it's, it's rough. <laughs> it's real. I mean, it's still rough, but, yeah. you know. Um, yeah. So let me, uh, let me try. We're going to continue with that. Yeah. But, um, some questions. Andrea's popping some questions here. Yes. Um, let's see. If you weren't acting, uh, what would you do? Ooh. I always had this obsession. I think maybe I don't know how you guys are with the zodiac signs. I'm a Cancer, so I'm a water sign. But I always had this obsession with the ocean. So I would say maybe a marine biologist. And this is so really weird. yeah, huh? I don't know. I just like Shark Week. All that stuff really interested me. And then remember we talked about. Well, I talk, I told you that I wanted to get my scuba license as well too. Yeah. So I, I yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure some of my friends are like what. <laughs> But uh, no, I, I mean, think it's cool. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm scared as shit of the ocean. It's, I like looking at it, but I don't want to go in it. Yeah, it's, it's you know? scary, but it's also very calming and peaceful. Because I did some, I did like, well, it was, it didn't count. I did snorkeling for sure, but uh, at a pool, <laughs> I did some uh, deep sea diving in, uh, in a pool. Yeah, it was like 15 feet. That's um, a little bit different than the ocean. It's so different, yeah. yeah. But because snorkeling, yeah, that was interesting too. I saw some fish, and I was ne- nearly like lost my shit. <laughs> but I, I don't know like I, I feel like after a while I'll just be like I, I really like have this appreciation and this respect for it and yeah I even like uh, now when I go sometimes I go for a long run it's just along the shore of the beach and there's something about it the water's very calming I don't disagree I just don't yeah. want to be in it yeah there's all kinds of weird shit in the ocean you. I don't blame you it's weird yeah. uh we have somebody, uh, srod three two one on here. Says, oh, uh, yeah. Do you have an actor or actress that you consider the standard that you measure yourself by and why? Oh, that's a great question. Um, <laughs> repeat that question again. <laughs> okay. Do you have an actor or actress which you measure yourself by mm-hmm. and why? I would, um, the first person that popped to my head was uh, Denzel, for sure. Uh, but then also, yeah. Because <laughs> he's good at, like, Hitting cups, <laughs> just, that, oh, that that fe- that fences. Oh my god, <laughs> it was so good. Was that great. parody is amazing. Yeah, yeah. King King was it King Botch? King Botch. Yeah, yeah. that was hilarious. Uh, but uh, also, um, you know what? Uh, Sydney Sydney Portier. Yeah, yeah, I mean he's and uh, he was an Islander too from uh, Bahamas, and just uh, what he did, he opened the gate for, he opened the doors for Denzel. Yeah. You know, absolutely. And uh, he was just such a classy gentleman and took his craft very serious and uh, uh, just wanted to always better himself. And yeah, I just appreciate like the fact that um, he didn't take, he wasn't your stereotypical, I guess, man of color, you know, like right. he, he was a leading man, you know, and he right. just always had his, um, his standards high. Right. So that was, that was pretty, that was, uh, he really like mold, motivated me and, um, uh, yeah, it just inspires me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, but Denzel, of course, Denzel's like a no-brainer, and um, I do like what he's doing now as well too. He's just uh, transition. He's transitioning to directing and um, just uh, putting out his passion. You got, yeah. I mean, well you too. have to once you you know accumulate that that clout, you have to obviously spend your yeah capital and 
and yeah. make those stories happen that you care about. Yeah. You know, and, and he's from New York too. From right, right. Mount so, Vernon, so there it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the New York connection. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> how do you? So how do you feel about? I know we have. Um, I know we've talked about uh, Riz Ahmed and his his journey and the one interview that he did talking yeah. about. Um, you know, people who are not white mm-hmm. trying to uh, create, you know, trying to break into leading characters and not be just terrorist number two or like, and obviously like both of us have a lot of friends that are they're black or brown or what have you um, mm-hmm. that deal with a lot of those things. How did you, how do you, what's, what's your outlook as far as like the the process of how that is, especially in 2017? Like what, what what do you think about how things are playing out or like you know how casting directors yeah. look at people or how directors look at people yeah um i have a lot of mixed feelings in regards to that um i do i do uh agree with riz and uh correct me if i'm wrong because i might get it mistaken as far as uh well like i know he said uh at, at first you know you just is it almost like paying your dues or just moving up in the ladder and, and you know when you're starting out uh, everyone's journey is different. Some people start, you know, certain levels. But um, for me, I just realized, like, just understanding, I guess, not just more so your market, your niche, where you are, and um, just moving your way up. You might have to play in the beginning, you know, background number one, background number two, thug number one, you know. Uh, but then there's a certain point where you become, um, uh, what, what did you say about, uh, in, I guess, like a regular in TV? Like, because you... I know you understand, you know it a lot better. So um, like just level. that that there was like the steps of of playing the person that they see you as because immediately, yeah. I mean, there's a general perception I think of people. Sadly enough, um, and you know him being a Middle Eastern guy, he immediately like come in see terrorists. So mm-hmm. he started by playing in that. Then it becomes terror lead terrorist. Then terrorist the backstory, and then. Mm-hmm sort of using that to then position himself once you've seen his face and his ability enough then you're able to you know showcase him and have people buy him in a lead character and you don't look at him like that anymore you don't see him and see terrorists anymore um it's when you don't know people that it becomes that sort of stereotypical thing and i think Mm -hmm. that is a perfect i mean that's a perfect you know um analogy between the real world even and because when people don't experience other people i mean clearly right now we're you know in in a very uh crazy time in our country and we've had you know we've had crazy times before obviously but not people in the middle of the country not necessarily experiencing muslim people or you know um or even black people for that matter Mm -hmm. um then the experience of it is it creates a whole different situation than trying to like educate people on things. Um, So I I can see where, you know, those two things kind of. Yeah. And uh, my dynamic is interesting too. I'm sure there's other actors out there where um, sometimes, you know, I'm not black enough or I'm not Latin enough. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It's just like, right. Like I'm, I call myself Latino. Um, But there's, it's a good time where like there's more roles, more roles are starting to come out even with like, uh, Jane the Virgin and um, uh, telenovela. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a lot more of our culture, even though you know other countries. You know every every Latin country is different. Hispanic country, oh, a Latino country is different. You know, like we have different cultures. We do speak Spanish, but you know, just the 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 background is you know it's different. Right. So it's it's um I can't wait, and I want to be a part of uh, the movement to bring my culture my story you know up right. to the to the camera so because uh you hear that everybody yeah, anybody's yeah. writing some parts for yeah 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 um yeah and then um also remember uh even with vin diesel he had that problem as mm-hmm. well too and he took the trailblazer the, the the route where he just decided you know what i'm gonna do my own shit and right and look at him now you know um let's see here let's see uh would you ever consider doing theater work? That's your boy David. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I trained um, most of the work. Well, I, I did some on camera training, but uh, 
I really learned a lot through uh, Terry Shriver Studios in New York. Okay. Um, and they're the and they're theater based. Right. They have uh, some on camera classes and and script breakdown, but I learned a lot um through that class. And um, you know, in theater, you can't make and you can't really make mistakes. You make beautiful mistakes. You know? Right. And um, it just that training, it, it was really interesting. And um, uh, and I love the fact that as soon as you walked into, you, know, you would just uh, you would start we would start up start class with meditation. You know, the professor, the, uh, the teacher would just say, you know, as soon as you walk in here, forget what happened outside. Right. Boyfriend cheated on you, girlfriend cheated on you. You know, you're running late, whatever the case was. Just let's leave that outside and let's 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 discover each other. Let's do some work. Right. Right. Now. right. So that was. Uh, so, yeah, I would definitely love to do some theater. Um, August Wilson would be very challenging for me. Uh, it's just very uh, it, I know it's very wordy, lengthy, and uh, but it's a great cadence to it. And um I just saw, oh my God, uh, I just saw a play, an August Wilson piece. Oh my God, I killed myself. I can't even remember what it was. Um, but uh, it, it, it's very, uh, it's, I feel felt very connected to it. Um, but I'm very open to, um, to doing theater. Okay. Yeah, yeah that, that's interesting about meditating and whatnot. I, I mean, obviously, like I've studied for a couple of years too, and it's yeah. interesting how, I mean, you have to, you have to exist in that moment that you're you're in. So it's really hard to let go of, you know, the things that happen on the way there. I know driving over to the place, even in LA drivers are yeah. insane. <laughs> so I'm best. in the car getting angry already yeah. and then to have to go in and like play a love scene or something like that's, you know, trying to forget all this stuff. Those, those are good skills to have. Like, shaking like yeah, I'm just like about to murder everybody. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. not really, but you know, it's it's figuratively. Figuratively, <laughs> LA is very, very stressful for driving. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it is. Let's see here. Uh, let me grab another question here. Oh, that's a very long one from David. Um, let's see. Let me let me just throw out this question real quick here. Mm-hmm. Uh, many actors of color talk about the blacklisting of minority actors in Hollywood by the major studios. How supportive is the black brown Hollywood community of each other, or is it all posturing? Whoa going deep Um, this is interesting because i'm still green to it i'm still learning and figuring everything out uh so everything i say is just based on my opinion disclaimer sure um can you just repeat that question again because that's pretty so many actors of color talk about the blacklisting of minority actors in hollywood by the studios right yeah okay um and then how supportive actually is the community in Hollywood of each other or is it just posturing like are they actually taking steps mm-hmm. to write more black films and cast more black actors and whatnot or is it just people expressing outrage and not actually trying to do anything about it I, f- I feel like um we're definitely in a very um awoke uh woken uh state right now I, I feel like uh things are transitioning right now and um even like with the moonlight um, mm-hmm. I'm just happy that uh, it, it was just wasn't another slave film, you know. And yeah. And sometimes you know they get stuck on. Um, I'm just saying they, but this is based on my experiences and my opinion. I just feel like sometimes they get stuck on just telling one part of the story. Right. And there's so much different. Right. I mean, story to it. that is integrated in into the beginning of our country yeah. as much as anything. Yeah. Is I mean, I mean, yeah. It's everything began with slavery and. And it's been a constant, I mean, even now, yeah. um, you know, fight for equal rights, just civil, I mean, civil rights, like there, it's been a constant struggle in this country, um, terribly, you know, and I mean, it, it, those things that have happened before constantly repeat themselves, whether it's going to be with the gay community mm-hmm. or the Muslim community. And it's just, you know, it sucks. Sometimes it's just very alarming too, where you, um, you ever watch like an old school film and you just connect and you feel like, man, we're still going through this. Yeah, it's, it's just, history it's just, repeats itself very subtly as opposed really to just directly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's, I mean. Yeah, but I, I, uh, back to the answer to the question, I, I feel like we are in a good state right now. Even like, uh, you know, there were just a lot more uplifting and positive films. Uh, Moonlight, it, uh, it definitely brought some awareness. It wasn't very, it was, a little dark, but it was a it was a good story about love and just finding yourself and being true to you. 
Um, and then Hidden Figures was a great motivational um, motivational film. So I, I do feel like right now we're at a good time where things are looking a little brighter. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I'm, you know, but then again, I'm very positive and, and I just see, you know, I, I just, I, I see the progress, you know. And even with uh, Tyler Perry, you know, he's bringing all different types of projects. Of course, he's into, you know, his fan base is basically more into drama. Right. But um, he's definitely providing a lot more opportunities and work for people. Right. I mean, he has his own studio and does. He's a business tycoon, man. Like, he's a great, savvy businessman and and an awesome creative. So, um, yeah, I I definitely see. But not only for us, but then, you know, too close to home, there's people of different ethnicities and white people as well too so, yeah, yeah yeah so let's 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 just step back but then try to get into that because uh-huh. obviously you know so so you got in the background um work and then you yeah. ended up getting you know, like commercial and what have you and then you've done some stuff so how how did how did the tyler perry thing come about man okay. i mean i know the story but yeah. obviously let's so there was a there was a project uh that's not out yet can't really say much about it but i'll tell you um but this connected me to getting to too close to home yeah tell us um, what you can tell yeah, us. yeah yeah he's very uh you know he just keeps he likes to keep things secretive so mm-hmm. um i get a call from my from my manager for an audition you know just another right actor's day you know so i go in there it's a known casting director uh kim coleman and i got to i got to read for a role and um you know, I just did my part, you know, uh, you know, the preparation, you know, you got to be prepared. The opportunity was there. So I just went ahead. I don't know. I didn't know much about the project. I just knew the title and then the uh, uh, who was casting for it. But I know who she is and she's very reputable. So I definitely want to be in her radar and not. And apart from that, I want to do my work. So I did that. Uh, just I was like, I remember I was like rushing to go to my uh, to, to my hotel job. Like I was like, I, I got to go, you know, I, I, I do this and I'm rush to work. So um, during that week, I get a call. I booked it. Um, still don't know who it is. <laughs> uh, fly out there, and then I find out it's 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 with him, you know, with with uh, Tyler, and um, we shot it. And then through that, uh, we build a certain rapport. And then there was um, and then that's when Too Close to Home was presented. Um, of course, I did some reading for it as well too, and. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was almost like um, like it was meant to be part of my journey, part of my course, man. But uh, through the preparation and and I had to go through, you know, certain obstacles in my life to to get there. Right. So um, I'm just trying to keep it like as brief <laughs> or like just as brief, but then also sure. It's unfortunate I can't say much, but once that time comes for that job, right, to talk about it, I'll be more than happy to. But um, that's how I. I got I landed the role for too close to home. And so what was what was the process of that then once you once you got there? So you shot for you did the whole season, right? Yeah, two weeks. Okay. <laughs> two two weeks in an entire weeks. season. So you're yeah. just like knocking was, everything out like it was it was like a workshop. We just yeah, we just banged them out and um we had, you know, whatever time we used, it was just straight work, you know. We didn't have much downtime, and the downtime we needed, you know, we had, we had to prep, you know. Right. So uh, it was, but it was a great experience, and even through that, I found some things out about myself. There were certain scenes I'm not gonna say where I wasn't fully off book, but I, I, I found myself already knowing the lines, you know, just listening and and, and just uh just being involved, just being home to that world. So um, yeah, it was a, it was a great experience and. I want to do it again. I can't wait to do it again. Um, but uh, yeah, it was uh, like I said, just it was it was a whirlwind. It was wild, a crazy ride, and now we get to see. It's interesting because we, the same time we're watching it, the the fans are watching it as well too. Right. So, so it, you, I mean, you don't get to see the final edit until it goes it's so on. Quick. So yeah. you just you're just in your scene each day, doing yep. the thing, and then to the next. He down, works quick too. <laughs> right. And then at that point you know you you see the finished product and you're like oh okay so this is how this all plays out yeah cuz i'm assuming you guys shoot out a sequence as well oh yeah. yeah 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 it's um yeah we definitely shoot uh we were doing like 2 to 3 episodes a day you know right. it, it was definitely out of sequence so you had to know your character you had to know your before you know what were you doing the the scene prior where were you right. emotionally you right. know where were you physically uh 
you know, who are you talking to? How do you engage with this character? You know, so we had to just say it was, it was a lot. It was a lot of work, but it was great, man. And just discovering and learning the character. And and uh, I, it's interesting because uh, I'm that character that you love to hate. But then there's also <laughs> a lot of comedic elements to my character, which I discovered. So basically you're playing yourself. <laughs> basically, yeah. My life is a joke. I'm just kidding. Right? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yeah. So speaking of that, uh, someone tweeted a question. My life um, being a joke or? Uh... No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, ask Nelson his backstory on Too Close to Home. Why is he cheating on his wife, Tina, with Regina? We don't know why. Yeah. Um, so this is for the fans out there. Is, yeah, this is something because uh, as an actor, you know, sometimes uh, being in a series, they're, you know, they're, um, I guess the writer, in respect to the writer, you know, sometimes they're not presented just because... You know, it's a series, so you have to pace it out. Does that make any sense? Or? Yeah, absolutely. No, I mean, you we, yeah, with anything, you're dropped in on yeah. a specific, you know, the the craziest point of someone's life ever. I mean, yeah. all those. It's not like the boring day to day stuff where you're just like brushing your teeth and I'm at work and blah yeah. blah. It's not fun to watch. Is why it's called a drama. Yeah, so you're yeah. dropped in with the drama, but I understand. Like, yeah, that's gonna play out somewhere down the line. It's just right now the drama is. Hey, he's you know cheating on his wife. We don't know why. Yeah, but so I had to create a why. Okay, you know, and um, that's so, why I I had to find I had to you know create a why for my need for my for my um for my influence and for my uh, motivation as right. As a, so you could you can create those those feelings in your head and why the motivate you to do what you're doing on right. camera. Otherwise, right. it'll play flat. Right. So what I got from it, uh, I don't want to say too much why. I want to keep that to myself. Okay. But I, I, I do want to say that. Um, I tried, guys. Yeah. I tried. I, Tina, to me, uh, she's just she's very whiny. You know, I'm getting very frustrated. <laughs> uh, there's definitely uh, the the fire that we had when we first met is not there anymore, and I see that fire through Regina. How long have you been married? Uh it doesn't say, uh, but uh, for a long time. For okay, a while. like yeah. ten years. I want to say about yeah, close to ten. I was gonna say okay. eight. Yeah, I mean, there's I there's said. a there's I've heard that there's sort of a general like um, rule now that marriages that last ten years are really like pushing it. Yeah, yeah. At this point, so yeah. I can I can understand, it. especially if you get married young. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but um, Dave Dave was actually married very young, and his marriage is going strong, very strong. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, what I was also gonna say is uh, man, about the character of. Where was I getting to? There's also a, there's also a backstory behind Elm. Maybe he is misunderstood. Maybe you know he's on disability, so maybe he was providing for her before. You know? Right. And so then, sort of an insecurity thing. Right. There's definitely which there's, does which usually motivates a lot of actions like that. Right. That's true. Yeah. And then maybe he feels like, well, I did my part, and now you have to do yours. So, so I don't know. Maybe there's a sense of revenge or something. You know, there's a yeah, and some those questions I had for myself as a character is that I needed answers. Right. Uh, but for the sake of the show and the writer, I'm just gonna leave it open. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But, absolutely. Because uh, who knows? I might say something, and then next season it'll be revealed as something totally different. So, right. Yeah. That's that's very uh, respectful. Yeah. Of you. Hopefully that answers some of your questions. <laughs> David Davis is 13 years. Yeah. 13 years and going strong. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's awesome, man. She's great too. Um, yeah. Let's see. Uh, then uh, here's another question from Srod three two one. Is there any specific character or role in a specific movie that you want an opportunity to play? Yeah, that's a that's a good question. Yeah, what can we what can we will into the universe for you? Initially, uh, action. I want to do some action. Um, okay. Uh, like a John Wick or like a Born Identity would be that'd be ideal. cool. Like for a sure. trilogy. Yeah, I want to be an action action star action hero um even a tv series like a 24 legacy would be great yeah. um i can also do uh my own stunts my own fight sequences some stunts uh like basic fight choreography so just to be involved in a project like that i, I can't wait and i'm putting it out there and it's, it's gonna yeah. happen uh it's just you know like you said it's just uh you have to pay you know you have to either pay your dues or pave your own way yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, I would love to get my action project off the ground that you we can are. we can do and we are we are yeah, you know for sure got all those it's gonna all happen. those things happening. But uh, can we uh, talk about your uh, award? We don't have to talk about it anymore. <laughs> we don't have to talk about it. Big deal, big deal. But uh, if he doesn't want to talk about it, that's fine. <laughs> there's, no, there's nothing to talk about anymore. Okay. All right, yeah. cool, cool. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. talented, very talented. I guy. won an Emmy. Yeah, there Boom. it is. Okay, how many people can say that? 
I mean, probably quite a few, yeah. like 2,000 a year pretty much, but true, you know, true. I guess the percentage of the world is pretty small. It's true, but, but you know, my first friend that I can say, oh, oh yeah, that's my friend, he has an Emmy. Yeah, yeah, well, you know, hopefully, hopefully I can, you know, I can continue to, you know, you will, build on man. that and not disappoint. You will. Um, Andrea is saying here, we totally... Uh, skipped over all of our questions but if you want to ask a question right now I can answer I'm trying to scroll through here and, and see um, yeah, you know sorry about what, that Andrea we just kind of went just we're, we're winging it and I'm, I'm producing at the same time I'm doing everything else here so um, you can just ask your question or just feel ask free I'm going to catch I'm going to try and catch it here thank you um, you know so let's just say uh, you know so you've been you're you're you Hopefully TLC will do the right thing. <laughs> they will. <laughs> and they will. They will. green light the next season of Too Close to Home. Um, no, they will. They you will. know, and because, uh, you know, obviously the cast, yourself, Tyler, extremely talented people. Thank you. Um, great, you know, great storyline, good drama. Um, so I'm, I'm, you know, I'm hoping that's going to happen for you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. what do you what do you see um, what do you see after this like what else do you I mean I know you just said like what you want to be in an action film but is there anything else sort of lined up right now that's kind of firming up that you can talk about that yeah there's um, there's some projects I'll be working on th- uh, during the summer okay uh, one of them is actually an action film um, as soon as I can disclose that information I'll sure. be more than happy because you know how this business is man like, yeah. I can't talk about it but, right 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 uh, it's there and there's some there's some known there's some known celebrities some known stars in it okay so um, yeah slowly transitioning towards that um, but not you know not that I wouldn't do a drama or a comedy like I sure. would love you know just, just for me to be working and, and just working on my craft is great and just constantly working I'm, I'm happy for it but um, yeah that's uh that action film would be it's I just signed a letter of intent but you know sometimes due to financial situations it's an independent sometimes that yeah it it kind of goes in and out and yeah um so Andrea just dropped three questions all at once so let's 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 knock this out for her yeah 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 uh where do you see your character Elm going Ooh, I feel like uh for season three there's definitely um I'm sure you you uh you noticed there's something deeper to Elm something's not right (laughs) <laughs> something's not right with that character so um i hopefully it gets revealed in season three uh maybe more of his backstory uh they might i don't know depending where he goes it could be there's definitely a dark side to him because uh-huh. uh, he was in the military and he right. didn't re-enlist and we still don't know why or how he got to on on disability you know okay was it something because he's a mechanic is it car related or was it oh, in the military you know we don't know right so there's definitely a certain side to him that we haven't experienced yet and uh, now we the I don't want to see much of the cliffhanger, but he's in a situation where he his life and his health could be threatened by uh, by other peers in the community. Okay. So maybe that dark side will come out. All right. Yeah. Um, and then future projects we answered. Yeah. We talked about that. Yeah. And then favorite movies. Favorite movies. <laughs> which is like a which is like a first date question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. That's great. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm dark. I'm dark. I don't know. I like Clockwork Orange. Was uh, really? Did, when was the first time you saw that? Like, how old were you when you saw that? That's so sad. Uh, like it might have been like uh, eight years ago. Oh, that's like, good because yeah, at least you recent. could like comprehend it. Like I yeah. saw it when I was like fifteen. Yeah. And like I just thought it was cool because it was like violent and like. Yeah. But then as but artistic too. Yeah, right? I mean, you yeah. see, you see different things in different films at different periods in your life. You know. Yeah. So Clockwork Orange. Clockwork Orange is one. Definitely Batman. Uh, right, right, Batman. right. right. Was, it's just fun. Sure. Um, recently, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy was a okay. fun one. It, uh, it definitely, uh, I know the writer, um, uh, he wanted to give it the same journey as like uh, Indiana Jones. Mm. So uh, it was just it was just a fun, it, it, you felt like you were in a fun roller coaster ride uh, with, throughout the journey of the character. So I did like Guardians of the Galaxy. I just want to interject there because you said it was a fun ride and there's a whole, there's this sort of like mentality with, with films now. I think that it's either like the greatest piece of filmmaking in the world or a total piece of shit. And 
I was listening to John Hamm did um, an interview on Grantland, which was uh, Bill Simmons' podcast. And he was talking about, he's like, I don't know why it has to either be the greatest thing in the world or a total piece of crap because yeah. there's, there's a lot of movies that are just good or they're fun. And like, mm-hmm. you know, like um, um, uh, the Jurassic World. Mm-hmm. Is it an Oscar winning movie? No, mm-hmm. but it was so fun. I loved yeah. seeing that film. Like that was great. Yeah. And I saw it in 3D too, which was kind of fun. Like I don't normally like 3D and it's yeah. kind of, you know, already gone away. But it was cool. Like it was a cool little thing to do, um, yeah, or yeah. or like the Entourage movie. Like I love that show. Haven't seen it, no, you haven't seen it? That's cool. Yeah. Fun, yeah, I love that show. Like I just, but it wasn't. You know, for lots of guys, it was like, oh, it's wish fulfillment. There's guys that are rich that are banging hot girls. Yeah. But it had nothing to do. For me, it was nothing. It was nothing about that. It was. It was definitely like you know the brotherhood between them and the kind of idea because you know you watch that show mm. and. Um, you know, you, you look at it and you're like, oh, it's super entertaining, ha, ha, ha. But then you're like, when you live it, you're yeah. like, Hollywood, it's pretty close. <laughs> Aside from like the Ari Gold character, like doing yeah. a lot of crazy things, which I'm sure some agents have done. Mm-hmm. It's pretty close to like being in this mix. Yeah, like it's, yeah. it's, they did a pretty good job of that. Mm. Um, and, 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 you know, the movie, if you love those characters, like it was just fun. Yeah. It didn't have to have, it didn't have to be an award winning film. Mm-hmm. Everybody kind of like deadpanned it, but it, yeah. it was really fun. I went to see it in a theater by myself, yeah. and you know, it was, I had a really good time. Like, it was just yeah. a fun thing. They put all the cameos in, like, lots of famous folks. And <laughs> yeah, no, it was good. It was good. Yeah. Um, uh, Birdman's another one that Birdman's I a great film. Yeah, it was great. And it, yeah. it just took you in that journey as well, too. It was, it was very interesting. And we don't see enough of Edward Norton ever, like, no. now. He's such a great actor. I mean, I, yeah, um, I was just. I was reading like some uh, articles. Well, like mostly vlogs. I don't know how true it is, but apparently he's like, um, they, he's hard to work with. I guess because he just like takes a script. Aren't we all? Yeah, takes a script <laughs> and just, I know, yeah, yeah, for sure. In some way. I'm so difficult. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he just takes a script and he just like rewrites it. No, I don't think I would say this. I would say that. So uh, I don't know how true that is. Sure. If I'm wrong, guys, but um, if, if anyone knows. I mean, but, um, yeah, I mean, you get I to, you can get to a certain point in that career, but I mean, you know, you, uh, I think if you know yourself well enough and you know your character well enough, like I'd probably annoy me as a writer or director maybe, yeah. but I mean, I can see how someone would do that and it would be like, okay, cool. Well, you know your character, Yeah. you know, if you feel like you wouldn't say that, then let's talk about it. Yeah. That's just, yeah. you know, that's just me. I agree. But, yeah. uh, so uh, I just felt like even with Birdman, the character that he played, uh, they said it was great for him cause it yeah. was really relative to who he is right but, right right yeah and even with keaton you know yeah. his character like he was uh you know just uh a, an action he was like an action uh, figure action star and now right he's on decline trying to remake redo his uh his career right. remake his career so it was just very interesting the, yeah. the story and how it was shot of course it was really beautiful movie, impressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. so that's where you, that's where you're at with with yeah that's what i was, uh i definitely enjoy uh well oh like i said i, I like dark like horror films, but I like the classics like Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, I did like The Ring. <laughs> the horror movie The Ring? Yeah, it used to creep me out because uh, I had it on DVD and, and the, one of the featurettes was the actual, the actual, um, the tape. <laughs> yeah, so I remember okay. watching, like not trying to watch it. And You're still here, so you didn't get sucked <laughs> into the TV. Yeah, yeah, seven days. Right? Whatever happened. Yeah, You're still, still alive. Here. That's good. That's mm-hmm. good to know. Um, Another question from Andrea. Uh, if you could play any other character in Too Close to Home, who would you play and why? Mm. Let me see something. Just give me a second, because there's a lot of interesting characters. Yeah. Um, you know what? Jolene. Mama Jolene. You would play? Yeah. Play that character? Okay. Just, uh, it's she's just such a mean old bitch in, in, the, uh, in the series, and she's just like all grumpy and just... Like you, you just, she's just like on the bed the whole time, just sitting yeah. in the bed and just like dictating and just telling people off. So something. So somebody that you're totally not like, you would yeah. love to just like yeah, explore. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and um, even in in the last few episodes, you see a more vulnerable side of her. So um, that was really interesting. And Trisha, like she she killed it. Like she did a great job. But just uh, I want to see myself in that situation. See how I would take it and what journey yeah. emotionally I would go. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Patricia for sure. <laughs> cool. Well, um, let's see. I mean, you know, uh, we're 
pushing in a little over an hour here, so I mean we can. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Time flies. We can time flies, time girl. Flies. Yeah. <laughs> so we we can wrap this up. Um, thank you for being my first guest. Of course, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah. No you problem, know. Bro. Um, and thank you for everybody who did tune in and yeah, drop some questions. Um, hopefully we'll we'll see this man on season three of Too Close to Home very soon. <laughs> TLC can can uh, get on it. Yeah, they're on, um, it. they're on it. They're on it for sure. Cool, man. Well, thanks again for being here. Um, obviously, wish you the best of luck. Thank I'm you. I'm sure man. I'll talk with you soon. We'll be chatting and we'll be collaborating. So yeah, hopefully, yeah. hopefully, um, hopefully you enjoyed your whiskey as well. It's great, man. Yeah. Uh, you said Jack Daniels? No, it's um, it's uh, Johnny Walker. Johnny Walker. Johnny Walker. Black. Black. Good stuff. Johnny Walker. Black. Um, thank you for everybody tuning in. Uh, this has been Out of Frame. I'm Michael Racanelli, Nelson Estevez, and we'll see you soon. We're out of frame. <laughs> Later. Later. Later.